Leeds. Hope you're all well, happy, staying safe, doing your best. Faye Phillips remotely connected to tell me all about her self-published book, The Pumpkin Pantry, which has 91 delicious vegan recipes. Have a listen. On this Corona Bloody Virus extraordinary episode of the Light on Leeds podcast, I have Faye Phillips, who is remotely connected to come and talk to me. Hello, Faye. Hello. Thank you so much for coming along. Yeah, thank you for having me. No problem. So, Faye, you have come along today to tell me about a vegan cookbook that you're publishing called The Pumpkin Pantry. Yes. (laughs) It feels really, really strange somebody else actually saying it back to me because... um, Believe it or not, I don't really um, talk about it much, really. I've just It's just sort of something that I've just kind of been keeping relatively quiet about. But, yeah, uh, that's that's what I've come to talk about. So it's, it's made it real, really, because you've got to come and talk about it now. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. It's just put a bit of tangibility on it all. <laughs> a little bit more real. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So how, how, how did this come about, in fair? Is, is Was it sort of your veganism that prompted you to do it, or was it more from the writing recipe side of it? What was it? It, it was a bit of everything, really. Um, I mean, I've been vegan for um, I've been vegan for uh, well, not 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 a hugely long time actually. About um, it's been about um, been about two and a half years, I suppose. To some people, that might seem like a long time, but I've met people who have been vegan for oh goodness knows what, like fifteen years or so. When back when it was kind of impossible to be vegetarian, let, let alone vegan. But I've always been on and off, um, remotely like interested in cooking. But it's been a bit of an on and off thing, you know, just. Like, like kind of it's, it's one of those things that wax and waned a little bit with life some ups and downs but when I went vegan I um, I really really got into it actually um and um and I just started doing um a little bits and pieces just to take to work and 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 um and then uh, and I took some along to, to a family gathering one day and they um and and they, they said to me uh, they said to me oh wow Faye, you, you, sh- you should write a book this is great and, and I thought Wow, why not? So I, I just, I just <laughs> started on it, and two years on, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of almost uh, ready to, ready to face the world. I mean, what, what happens with it? I, I don't know, but I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I'm ha- quite happy to have just produced, produced it. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, of course, yeah. And so, when you were compiling the recipes, mm-hmm. did you start with? you just enjoy eating first or things that other people have commented on and asked you to share a recipe or did you sort of um did you search sort of go a bit wider so you could include other things um it's a funny question that actually because um i had um i started kind of like roughly like experimenting with lots of uh, different recipes and um and some of them were great some of them were uh, should not even be mentioned ever again um <laughs> yes yeah I'm, I'm, I'm quite honest about these things but um no they um they i, st- I started like just kind of sam- like other, other people sampling things that i was relatively confident that they would um that that that, that they would enjoy sometimes that went well there have been times when it hasn't gone very well at all um but then i've, I've kind of just built it from that really and um, so it's, it's i suppose the answer is it's, it's been a little bit of it a little bit of both really in a way um i've um i've taken something that I've, other people have enjoyed but then i've kind of just built on it even more like i've, I've got some like honest feedback from people very honest um and just really kind of built on that um and um probably driven them mad in the meantime um begging for that feedback um so yes i would just say a bit of both 
uh, really. I'm really looking forward to reading the book because, um, I mean, I, I'm not a vegan myself, but I'm mm. aware that, you know, health also for the sake of animals. And yeah. It's probably a good idea to try and be more vegan or at least include sort of vegan days in your in your dietary week, I suppose. Yeah. Um, and I think it's one of those things that, I mean, it's not absolutely brand new, mm. but it's, I suppose it's the same as anything. You can have a little bit of uh, trepidation if you've never tried mm. anything before. Yeah. Um, and, and if you don't understand the particular ingredients that are used and things like that. So I think it's a really useful thing and mm. it's definitely something I would, I would be pleased to read. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm very, I'm very glad you say that. I mean, um, I mean, the, the few people have mentioned it, so have been um, quite, have have been quite interested in it, really, and and that's always very, that's that's very encouraging as well, because um, like I say, uh, it's just one of those things that's just sort of been kind of sat on the the back burner for a feels like a very long period of time. I mean, we're talking about. Ooh, goodness me, we're talking about sort of eighteen months that it's sort of been in the can for. Um, so yeah, it's, um, it's it's very encouraging to hear that uh, that's something that you're interested. in. It's also very encouraging to hear that um, other people who um, who are not vegan are, um, are taking an interest as well. And that is something that I've heard a lot of, and I feel that's really actually increased a lot in these past couple of years since it's really risen in popularity. And um, all the major brands are now kind of adopting some sort of vegan variant. It's all really 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 encouraging to see. It is because it means it's sort of entering the mainstream, doesn't it? Because mm. I can remember when um, Greg's did their vegan sausage roll and mm-hmm. couldn't buy one in the whole of Leeds. I was so interested to try it yeah. and be able to check what you know how different was it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And, and I suppose it's just not something that you kind of traditionally associate with uh, veganism, really. I mean, I know it's a bit of a controversial topic. I mean, the big, the big brands kind of like, like taking on like the, these kind of plant-based recipes to sort of kind of draw people in to make money out of it I suppose and I know there is that argument yeah. I feel that I mean I feel that it is I feel that it does I feel that it does um, I guess increase that interest and drive that interest among a lot of people and kind of help people realize that you know it's it, it is accessible and you you you, you can you can get it. It's not something that's uh, that's that's so niche anymore. Um, yeah, and I've never actually had a, um, a Greg's vegan sausage roll. Actually, it just feels feels a bit too kind of real in a way. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can tell you that I finally did get my hands on one, and it was delicious. Yeah, everyone <laughs> says that. Everyone says they are. Yeah, yeah. If, if someone gave me one for free, I'd probably try it. To be honest, you know, I mean, how, how can you not? <laughs> yeah, but I know what you mean because on the one hand, it seems a little mm. bit cynical that big mm. jump on these things. In yeah. the long run, I suppose if you're widening people's um, ideas about these kind of things, and you know, strangely, it's it's generally good, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I I, I think so. I mean, and obviously, I think uh, I think there's health as well to consider, and obviously, that's a very very kind of wide ranging. That's that's a massive. That's that's been a long standing concern, and I think, and I feel that it's better that places are offering kind of plant-based and overall healthier options as well i mean i'm not saying that those two things go hand in hand but it's quite often that they do yeah i think so and i think people are more aware of um what it is Mm -hmm. that they're taking into the bodies and you know even just the idea of um you know just not eating meat a few times Mm -hmm. a week i think yeah yeah it's it's definitely that might have seemed like a strange thing Mm -hmm. um i might have been a little bit worried about that because we're 
we're kind of an nation, aren't we, of um, meat and two veg? Mm, absolutely, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, and it doesn't feel that long ago that people were saying, oh, yeah, it's 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 got to contain those things to, to you know, kind of be substantial. Um, but people are kind of edging towards the idea that's, that that is no longer the case. I mean, just about, I mean, there's very few people now these days who won't you know consider at least having kind of one meat free day which i think is fantastic yeah it's all small steps isn't it but it's all in the right direction yeah absolutely yeah definitely so <laughs> slow steady progress i agree <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. and sophie um as your day job when yeah. you're not writing mm-hmm. um fantastic vegan mm-hmm. recipe you are a mental health nurse yeah i imagine that's been um I bet that's been quite a, oh. a difficult occupation to be in yeah. during the current time. Oh yeah, it, it, honestly. I mean, I think. I mean, I, I'm no in no way am I going to say. I mean, it's been harder for me than it has for anybody else because you know. I mean, I I, I, I know people who are they're working from home and they're just staring at the four walls every day and everything. And I can't imagine just how tough that must be for so many people um yeah i mean like people close to me are in that people very close to me are in that situation and i just i just can't imagine i mean working as a mental health nurse is extremely tough because i mean the type of role i'm actually in i'm not able to work from home like i mean some people they are able to make contact with the clients from home um through uh, phone mm-hmm. zoom and everything um i actually work in a physical health clinic which means that i still have to see them so i've been like working every um i've been working every um well every day as i would normally really but we've had to kind of modify the, the way we work a lot like we've had to go out and see a lot of people at home because a lot of people who we do see do have underlying physical health conditions as well. So I know I'm going on a bit, mm. of, a bit of a tangent here. <laughs> I'm very good at that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Um, so I mean, writing this book, it's it's just been. I mean, in, in a way, it's been stressful, but in a way, it's been a different kind of stress, and it's helped me. This sounds really strange, but de-stress from the other stress in a way. I mean, I, I just. <laughs> I, I, do, I do thrive on that it's just a change in a way you know it's just um it's just sort of kind of kept me going it's a helpful distraction I suppose is what I'm trying yeah. to articulate yeah definitely and have you found that your the people that you work with have struggled more during this time mm-hmm. absolutely yeah yeah because I mean it's obviously a lot of the things we say to people a lot are you know kind of try and get involved in activities try and sort of get out and see people a little bit try and um try and just sort of just like kind of just increase your occupation a little bit because that often works wonders for a lot of people and suddenly that's just turned on its head and we're not able to kind of say that anymore and a lot of the people who we see i mean uh, they may not have access to technology and everything they might sort of struggle to under- understand um things like zoom i mean i know i do um so yeah, yeah it's just it's, it's been a real it has been a real real challenge absolutely and um, a lot of people that we do see you know they're not able to see i mean just like all of us they're not able to see their families face to face and that's just been so so hard enough and a lot of the time they say you know we're the only people who they do see and we only see them kind of once a month a lot of the time so yeah it's, it's it's been a challenge it really has and have you found for yourself personally apart from apart from writing a cookbook which I don't think everybody could do mm-hmm. um have you found any sort of strategies that have helped you cope throughout all this or found sort of resources that people might be able to access themselves <clears throat> um I think 
I mean, I th- it's it's a it's a funny question because I think um, I think sort of in this day and age, I think you know, I think we've got a lot. Of, I mean, and I think I've come to realise this in these last couple of weeks, even. I mean, so not that long that we had so much choice, if that's the right word, in this day and age. Like, I mean, are we? Am, what am I going to do? Today? Am I going to go out? Am I going to sort of? go out and see this person we're going to go out to like for a drink instead do I want to go to the cinema and all of a sudden you're not able to do that anymore and you and I just feel like we've had to kind of I feel like I've had to sort of kind of get back in touch with kind of my creative side in a way I mean a lot of that has indeed come out in the cookbook and everything but I just feel like I've had to sort of be a lot more kind of um, creative and in terms of how I use my time and everything I mean I'm really into my exercise and obviously not being able to go to the gym um was a really really took its toll so I uh, like increased my running and in doing that I sort of spent more time outdoors and I found that that was kind of a helpful way to really um sort of de-stress and I, I feel that that is I mean obviously I mean given that we're in October now and the evenings are setting in and everything that's now a little bit more difficult as well but I feel that that time outdoors it's just sort of really kind of helped me connect to the outside a little bit and that's been a huge source of kind of relaxation and de-stressing as well and I think that's I suppose that's the slightly long-winded advice I would give to people at the time <laughs> yeah. yeah I completely agree because my day job I work for the University of Leeds so I am I am working from mm. home and I, I enjoy working from home I miss, mm. my, I miss my colleagues there's, there's aspects yeah. that I miss but I'm, I'm quite happy to be doing it but yeah occasionally um especially the last couple of weeks really because I've been doing it since March but mm. just the last couple of weeks I think you might be right it might be because of the light levels going down there's been days where I felt like I like really stuck in and so yeah. if I look out of my window and it's a sunny day I think well I'm going to take half an hour now mm. and work half an hour later when it's darker okay. because I, I want to get out while the sun's shining and it really it sounds like such a small trivial thing but just getting out and I'm lucky that I live right next to Cross Flats Park as well which is a beautiful yeah. place to spend some time oh, it's lovely, um, yeah. but yeah yeah, I so I agree with you. I think I think just it just raises your spirits a little bit just yeah. to get outside and be in nature. Yeah, get a bit of sunshine. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I love this time of year. I and that's actually where I got the inspiration for the name of the book. Actually, the pumpkin pantry because obviously we have a lot of pumpkins at this time of year. So it's not really much yeah. to do with Halloween. Although I suppose you, you you could quite easily make that link. I mean, believe it or not, there's actually only one pumpkin-based recipe in there. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm not that keen on the taste of pumpkin, to be completely honest. Um, but I just felt that the <laughs> I just felt that it kind of really sort of connects to that, and and I like the alliterative kind of um, yeah of it as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really nice. And I think I think yeah, I think the photograph that you sent just sums it up perfectly as well. The photograph oh. that will be on the front that's great. Yeah. And so, what happens next with the pumpkin pantry then? So, how far along are you? Uh, well, it's uh, I'm actually um, I'm actually I'm pretty close to the um, finishing point of it. So, in the new year. Um, there should very likely be um, something on uh, Amazon uh, that people can download in ebook form and um, give it a go themselves. I uh, really hope that uh, I really hope that it, 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 people do very much enjoy it. Um, I, um, I mean, I, 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 what I'm hoping to do, obviously, just with the current situation that we're in, and and sort of just based on how things have felt at work is um i would like to try and raise a small um, amount of money for cha- um, for um an nhs charity for it just in view of the current um covid19 situation as well um just for 
I suppose support and well-being of staff, raising money for um, medical equipment, PPE. Um, obviously, we know much that's in the news at the moment still. Yeah. 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 Oh, well, that's brilliant. Um, and I think as well, I think, you know, as much as people want to buy a, a lovely vegan cookbook, that's all, that'll also encourage mm. them because I think everybody's feeling very, very strongly behind the NHS, aren't they, at the moment? Mm. We all know what strain they're under and yeah. how hard everybody works. Yeah. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> Thank and, you. And um, and have you found it quite difficult with the publishing end? How, how have you managed that? Uh, well, I'm, I'm planning on going through the um, self-publishing route. Um, so, um, so that um, if, if you're actually um, self-publishing on Amazon and it's not in um, paper, it's not in um, hardback form, then you, you actually kind of um, it, it actually uh, filters out a lot of the um, loopholes that you've got to go through in order to um, in order to publish. It's just a pretty straightforward case of. Um, put it in a bit of uh, I mean the, the hardest thing I'm going to find really is um, just some tax related figures because I'm useless at all of that kind of stuff um, <laughs> but um, once you've entered that it's actually a pretty it's, it's actually a, a pretty straightforward case of just putting on Amazon and actually anyone can do it so uh, yeah if you've got any uh, if you've got any uh, if you've got anything that uh, you would uh, like to um, put into the uh, public sphere then uh, I think Amazon is your place to go actually to be honest yeah if anyone's got a secret novel secreted away somewhere that oh, they've yeah. never got out there yeah definitely yeah 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 uh, uh, <laughs> so Faye, can I ask you have you always lived in Leeds no actually I um, I lived in London actually for about six years but before that I lived in the in the uh, in the uh, West Midlands I um I moved to uh, London oh my goodness me uh I was, yeah, no, it is actually twelve years ago. Wow, twelve years ago to, uh, to do my um, to do my um, study for mental health nurse, and I worked there for about uh, five years, and then I just, I mean, as much as I like London, it was just a it was just a massive rat race the whole time. Like, um, it, like just constantly, you could smell pollution and everything. Just too crowded for me um, so uh, hence I moved up uh, hence I moved up to the lovely Leeds um, yeah just because and we're it's glad you did obviously greener. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, just to get a little bit more uh, of a balance of um, greenery and uh, city life and um, just being able to sort of get out in the outdoors a little bit more and just somewhere that was a bit more chilled so yeah uh, I, yeah that's uh, yeah that, that's um, how I came to Leeds and that was about um that was about five years. No, yeah, about no four or five years ago. Goodness, I don't know where the time. So, from. if you've been here for four or five years, mm-hmm. I think you are qualified <laughs> to answer the three questions that I ask every guest. <laughs> I'll do my best. <laughs> <laughs> the first one being, what would you say is great about the city of Leeds? I think that um, I think that the um, the balance of the city life and also the uh, and also the like having just having the greenery on your doorstep and all these beautiful beautiful green patches like uh, where you mentioned and uh, round hay park and everything um, just having all of that on your doorstep but also if you want to go out like and actually get like and, and get a glimpse of something kind of really just sort of wild like north yorkshire it's just it's just a stone to throw away and um, just just um having that there it's just it's just a, it's just an absolute novelty that i've, I've not actually been um i've not actually um kind of um hasn't worn off is what i'm trying to say um because just in london yeah. you just did not get that at all i mean as much as london's got its green spaces it's just nothing like just being able to get out and to kind of the almost wild countryside that surrounds Yorkshire it's beautiful um absolutely love it 
Oh, good. And what would you say if I if I had to? I'd have to force you, obviously. If I had to force you to say, um, what something that is not so great about the city? What would you What would you say? Um, this one did require a bit of thought, actually. Um, now I am um, naturally I'm a city I'm a city girl, um, and uh, one thing that um, one thing that I struggle with. Uh, in the evenings especially, is the uh, long and windy country roads. And it's not just, it's not yeah. the roads, it's the drivers that use them because um, I feel like, I feel, I feel like um, some of the drivers, they like to drive up very close because I feel like they, I wonder if they kind of feel like they know the roads a little bit uh, more than say mm-hmm. I do. And that's something that's something that I just find a little bit unnerving a lot of the time. Like, um, yeah, that's something that I find a little bit um, scary. So hence why I tend to avoid driving at night here, um, <laughs> if I can help it at all. But that is honestly, literally, it's just, that is honestly the only thing I can really think of really, to be honest. <laughs> that's yeah. not too bad. That's just, that's just a handful of, of naughty bad drivers. So yeah, yeah, they're not bad, are they? Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And if somebody had been a resident of Leeds for a long time, would you be able to suggest to them um, a, a hidden gem that they might never have heard of? Uh, yeah, there was some... Thwaites Mill. I don't know how many people have... Uh, I mean, everybody who I've mentioned it to is either... Mm, I think I've heard of it, but they're not sure where it is. It's um, it's actually... It, and I, I, if I had to actually find a word to describe... Well, two words to describe it, it would be a hidden gem. It's um, it's in Hunslet. It's on the border of the um, River Air, and it's um, currently funded by the council. It's like an 1800s mill. And it's and it's kind of... Well, I mean, it, obviously, it's not operational for what it... Um, used to manufacture, and I'm going to be really honest. I kind of, I know it wasn't, um, I know it wasn't flour or anything, uh, but um, it's it's still working. Um, is what I'm saying, and it's absolutely beautiful. It's um, it's got um, it's got like I said, gorgeous little green patch with all these sort of like little kind of mini nature, like little like mini nature sort of areas and everything. Um, little um, patches for um, kids to sort of like play and do a bit of sort of discovery. Um, act- like discovery work and it's on the border of um river air and it's um powered by water and it's got um it's got a museum attached to it it's very very small um obviously it's not open at the moment with covid but it's um it's it's, it's honestly absolutely beautiful uh i've only been once but i would uh i would i, would, I, I mean once it's open again I'd, I'd definitely want to go again it's gorgeous yeah definitely people should visit i've, I've been there myself and you're Aww. right it's absolutely gorgeous Aww, it's great to see the old working the old working wheel that's brilliant to go and see that isn't yeah. it and like you said there's like a beautiful garden and there's mm-hmm. all like little yeah. bug hotels and little trails that you can go on yeah and then when I went I don't know if he's there all the time but there was a big black and white cat that sort of followed us around and wanted Aww. some attention I don't know if he lived in the mill or, or what but um yeah that that also stuck yeah. in mind so I don't know if the cat's there all year round but you can keep an eye out for it when it reopens. Yeah, I didn't see the cats, but no, no, definitely. Yeah, no, it's absolutely gorgeous. No, it's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like just seeing how complicated something like that is. It's just it's just unreal. Uh, yeah, and just how they managed to do that back in those times. It's just like wow. Hats off to you. You know, it really is. Yeah. yeah. And Faye, what will you be doing with the rest of your evening? 
Uh, I think I'm just going to have a chill one actually because I've had a very long week at work and uh, I am uh, I'm, I'm I'm pretty exhausted to be honest. I've um, just managed to squeeze a home workout and would be um, with a cat um, trying to climb on me. Uh, so uh, that's I got that. Out. I managed to get that out of the way. So I think now it's just going to be a, a, a quiet one. I hope you have a I hope you're having a, a pleasant evening as well. Yeah, I think uh, I think a game of Scrabble's on the cards for me and my niece later on this evening. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, so yeah, a quiet one. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, Faye, best best of luck with the pumpkin pantry, oh. and um, when you release it in January, if you email me the link and I'll mm-hmm. add it to the podcast notes, that people can click straight through. Yeah, and buy it. Yeah, I certainly will. Yeah, thank you very much, and thank you so much for uh, thank you so much for chatting to me tonight. It's been it's been amazing. <laughs> Thank you for coming along and uh, yeah, good luck and have a great weekend. Yeah, and you, yeah, you too. Have a great one. It was great chatting to Faye. You can buy the Pumpkin Pantry on Kindle. All of the links that you need to do this are in the podcast notes. The feature track this week is Daddy Shark by Wilco Wilkes and fair warning, it's a real earworm. Enjoy. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go. We'll go. To burn up the mic, it's Wilco Wilts. I never stop until it sounds tight. It's why my tracks aren't dropping every fortnight. That and the constantly changing pressures of my own life. I'm writing my rhymes, I'm setting my fire alight. I'm taking my time and I'm talking to talented types. I'm yearning to learn and I'm working well into the night. I'm spreading respect and I'm sticking up for the little guy. I was missing the vision until I made a decision and now I'm churning out some twists with ferocious precision. I'm living, I'm giving back to all the people who back me. I'm laughing at all the ones who are only here to attack me. Whatever the weather, we're all gonna be in it together forever. But there was a time when I wasn't feeling too clever. I never appreciated what my life was worth. But now I'm clambering up the mountain Coming at you with lyrical girth My wings have grown I'm as free as a bird And so I'm flying up into orbit And I'm circling the earth I've heard Let go of modesty Honestly I'm a prodigy On a wandering odyssey Mopping up etymology I'm a storyteller And a master of timing With conviction and diction I'm never happy than when I'm rhyming I'm not in a game And making outrageous claims With Eminem and Albert Einstein Had a son to give it my name I'm not just spitting platitudes My rap is cerebral I'm an underdog with attitude Like Eddie the Eagle I sting like a wheedle I'm as sharp as a needle And I'm jumping over obstacles Like evil Knievel Well... They said you shouldn't write a track without a hook But I couldn't give a monkeys I'm ripping up the rule book Coming apart at the darkness and making people stop and look So if you're laughing up the lyrics and you're digging the beat You better load it up on your Spotify and stick it on repeat Or just grab yourself a nice pop and watch a bit of wife swap I'll always be here, keeping it going till the mic drop